Hey everybody, this is Richard Conwisher, and it's my honor to serve as the senior pastor of Peachtree Presbyterian Church in Atlanta, Georgia. I'm so glad that you've decided to join us for what we are calling Quest. It's a biblical journey where we are reading the Bible together. And if you want to find out more information or get more resources on the reading, go to peachtreechurch.com slash quest. And now for today's reading, listen to the word of the Lord. Genesis chapter one. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. And God said, let there be light, and there was light, and God saw that the light was good. And he separated the light from the darkness, and God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And there was evening, and there was morning the first day. And God said, let there be a vault between the waters to separate the water from water. And so God made the vault and separated the water under the vault from the water above it. And it was so. And God called the vault sky, and there was evening and there was morning the second day. And God said, let water under the sky be gathered to one place and let dry ground appear, and it was so. God called the dry ground land, and the gathered waters he called seas, and God saw that it was good. And then God said, let the land produce vegetation, seed-bearing plants and trees on the land that bear fruit with seed in it according to their various kinds. And it was so. And the land produced vegetation, plants bearing seeds according to their kinds, and trees bearing fruit with seeds in it according to their kinds. And God saw that it was good, and there was evening, and there was morning a third day. And God said, let there be lights in the vault of the sky to separate day from night and let them serve as signs to mark sacred times, days and years. And let them be lights in the vault of the sky to give light on the earth. And it was so. And God made two great lights, the greater light to govern the day and the lesser light to govern the night. And he also made the stars. God set them in the vault of the sky to give light on the earth, to govern the day and the night, and to separate light from darkness. And God saw that it was good, and there was evening and there was morning, a fourth day. God said, let the water teem with living creatures. Let birds fly above the earth, across the vault of the sky. And so God created the creatures of the sea and every living thing with which the water teems and moves about in it according to their kinds and every winged bird according to its kind. And God saw that it was good and God blessed them and said, be fruitful and increase in number and fill the waters and the seas and let the birds increase on the earth. And there was evening and there was morning the fifth day. And God said, let the land produce living creatures according to their kinds, the livestock, the creatures that move along the ground and the wild animals, each according to its kind. And it was so. And God made the wild animals according to their kinds, the livestock according to their kinds, and all the creatures that move along the ground according to their kinds. And God saw that it was good. And then God said, let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness, 
so that they may rule over the fish and the sea and the birds and the sky, over the livestock and all the wild animals and over all the creatures that move along the ground. And so God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them male and female. He created them. God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful, increase in number, fill the earth, subdue it, rule over the fish and the sea and the birds and the sky and over every living creature that moves all on the ground. And then God said, I give you every seed-bearing plant on the face of the whole earth and every tree that has fruit with seed in it. They will be yours for food. And to all the beasts of the earth and all the birds in the sky, and all the creatures that move along the ground, everything that has the breath of life in it, I give every green plant for food, and it was so. God saw all that he had made, and it was very good. And there was evening, and there was morning, the sixth day. Genesis chapter 2. Thus the heavens and the earth were completed in all their vast array, and by the seventh day God had finished the work that he had been doing. And so on the seventh day he rested from all the work that he had done. And God blessed the seventh day, made it holy, because on it he rested from all the work of creating that he had done. This is the account of the heavens and the earth when they were created, when the Lord God made the earth and the heavens. Now no shrub had yet appeared on the earth, and no plant had yet sprung up. For the Lord God had not sent rain on the earth, and there was no one to work the ground. But streams came up from the earth and watered the whole surface of the ground, and the Lord God formed a man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And the man became a living being. Now the Lord God had planted a garden in the east in Eden, and there he put the man that he had formed. The Lord God made all kinds of trees to grow out of the ground, trees that were pleasing to the eye, good for food. And in the middle of the garden were the trees of life and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. A river watering the garden flowed from Eden. From there it was separated into four headwaters, The name of the first is Pishon, and it winds through the entire land of Havilah, where there is gold. And the gold of that land is good. Aromatic resin and onyx are also there. And the name of the second river is Gihon, and it winds through the entire lands of Cush. And the name of the third river is the Tigris. It runs along the east side of Asher. And the fourth river is the Euphrates. And the Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to work it and to take care of it. And the Lord God commanded the man, You are free to eat from any tree in the garden, but you must not eat from the tree of knowledge of good and evil, for when you eat of it, you will certainly die. And the Lord God said, It is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper that's suitable for him. Now the Lord God had formed out of the ground all the wild animals and all the birds in the sky, and he brought them to the man to see what he would name them. And whatever the man called each living creature, that was its name. And so the man gave names to all the livestock, the birds in the sky, and all the wild animals. But for Adam, no suitable helper was to be found. And so the Lord God caused the man to fall into a deep sleep. 
And while he was sleeping, he took one of the man's ribs and then closed up the place with flesh. And then the Lord God made a woman from the rib that he had taken out of the man, and he brought her to the man. And the man said, This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman, for she was taken out of man. And that is why a man leaves his father and mother and is united to his wife, and they become one flesh. Adam and his wife were both naked, and they felt no shame. Genesis chapter 3. Now the serpent was more crafty than all the wild animals the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, we may eat fruit from the trees in the garden, but God did say you must not eat fruit from the trees that is in the middle of the garden and you must not touch it or you will die. You will not certainly die, the serpent said to the woman. For God knows that when you eat from it, your eyes will be opened And you will be like God, knowing good and evil. And when the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for fruit and pleasing to the eye and also desirable for gaining wisdom, she took some and she ate it. She also gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate it. Then the eyes of both of them were opened and they realized they were naked and so they sewed fig leaves together and made coverings for themselves And then the man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord God as he was walking in the garden in the cool of the day, and they hid from the Lord God among the trees of the garden. But the Lord God called to the man, Where are you? And he answered, I heard you in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, and so I hid. And he said, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree that I commanded you not to eat from? And the man said, The woman you put here with me, she gave me some fruit from the tree, and I ate it. And the Lord God said to the woman, What is this that you have done? And the woman said, The serpent deceived me, and I ate. And so the Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, cursed are you among all livestock and all wild animals. You will crawl on your belly. You will eat dust all the days of your life. And I will put enmity between you and the woman, between your offspring and hers. He will crush your head. You will strike his heel. And to the woman he said, I will make your pains in childbearing very severe. Your painful labor will give birth to children. Your desire will be for your husband, and he will rule over you. And to Adam he said, Because you have listened to your wife and ate fruit from the tree from about which I have commanded you, you must not eat from it. Cursed is the ground because of you. Through painful toil you will eat food from it all the days of your life. It will produce thorns and thistles for you. And you will eat the plants of the field, and by the sweat of your brow you will eat your food until you return to the ground, and since from it you were taken. For dust you are, and to dust you will return. Adam named his wife Eve because she would become the mother of all the living. And so the Lord God made garments of skin for Adam and his wife clothed them. And the Lord God said, this is now become like us, knowing both good and evil. He must not be allowed to reach out his hand and take also from the tree of life and eat and live forever. And so the Lord God banished him from the Garden of Eden to work the ground 
from which he had been taken. And after he drove the man out, he placed him on the east side of the Garden of Eden, a cherubim with a flaming sword flashing back and forth to guard the way back to the tree of life. Genesis chapter 4. Adam made love to his wife Eve, and she became pregnant and gave birth to Cain. And she said, With the help of the Lord, I have brought forth a man. And later she gave birth to his brother Abel. Now Abel kept the flocks, and Cain worked the soil. And in the course of time, Cain brought some of the fruits of the soil as an offering to the Lord. And Abel also brought an offering, fat portions from some of the firstborn of his flock. And the Lord looked with favor on Abel and his offering, but on Cain and his offering, he did not look with favor. So Cain was very angry. His face was downcast. And the Lord said to Cain, Why are you angry? Why is your face so downcast? If you do what is right, will you not be accepted? If you do not do what is right, sin is crouching at your door. Its desire is to have you, but you must rule over it. Now Cain said to his brother Abel, Let's go out to the field. And while they were in the field, Cain attacked his brother Abel and killed him. And the Lord said to Cain, Where is your brother Abel? I don't know, he replied. Am I my brother's keeper? And the Lord said, What have you done? Listen. Your brother's blood cries out to me from the ground. Now you are under a curse and driven from the ground, which opens its mouth to receive your brother's blood from your hand. And when you work the ground, it will no longer yield its crops for you. You will be a restless wanderer on the earth. And Cain said to the Lord, My punishment is more than I could bear. Today you are driving me from the land, and I will be hidden from your presence, and I will be a restless wanderer on the earth, and whoever finds me will kill me. But the Lord said to him, Not so. Anyone who kills Cain will suffer a vengeance seven times over. And the Lord put a mark on Cain so that no one who found him would kill him. And so Cain went out of the Lord's presence and lived in the land of Nod, east of Eden. Cain made love to his wife and she became pregnant and gave birth to Enoch. And so Cain was then building a city and named it after his son Enoch. To Enoch was born Irod, and Irod was the father of Mahujael, and Mahujael was the father of Methuselah, and Methuselah was the father of Lamech. And Lamech married two women, one named Ada and the other Zillah. Ada gave birth to Jabal, and he was the father of those who live in tents and raise livestock. His brother's name was Jubal, and he was the father of all who play stringed instruments and pipes. Zillah also had a son, Tubal-Cain, who forged all kinds of tools out of bronze and iron, and Tubal-Cain's sister was Naama. And Lamech said to his wives, Ada and Zillah, listen to me. Wives of Lamech, hear my words. I have killed a man for wounding me, a young man for injuring me. If Cain is avenged seven times, then Lamech seventy-seven times. Adam made love to his wife again. And she gave birth to a son and named him Seth, saying, God granted me another child in place of Abel since Cain killed him. And Seth also had a son, and he named him Enosh. And at that time, people began to call on the name of the Lord. Genesis chapter 6. 
When human beings began to increase in number and daughters were born to them, the sons of God saw that the daughters of humans were beautiful and they married any of them that they chose. And the Lord said, My spirit will not contend with humans forever, for they are mortal. Their days will be like 120 years. The Nephilim were on the earth in those days, and also forward when the sons of God went to the daughters of humans and had children by them, and they were the heroes of old, men of renown. And the Lord saw how great the wickedness of the human race had become on the earth, that every inclination of the thoughts of the human heart was only evil all the time. And the Lord regretted that he had made the human beings on the earth, and his heart was deeply troubled. And so the Lord said, I will wipe from the face of the earth the human race I have created, and with them the animals, the birds, and the creatures that move along the ground, for I regret that I have made them. But Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. This is the account of Noah and his family. Noah was a righteous man, blameless among the people of his time, and he walked faithfully with God. Noah had three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. And now the earth was corrupt in God's sight and was full of violence. And God saw how corrupt the earth had become, for all the people on earth had corrupted their ways. So God said to Noah, I'm going to put an end to all people, for the earth is filled with violence because of them. I'm surely going to destroy both them and the earth. So make yourself an ark of cypress wood. Make rooms in it and coat it with pitch inside and out. And this is how you are to build it. The ark is to be 300 cubits long, 50 cubits wide, and 30 cubits high. Make a roof for it, leaving below a roof opening of one cubit high all around. Put a door in the side of the ark and make lower and middle and upper decks. And I'm going to bring floodwaters on the earth to destroy all life under the heavens. Every creature that has the breath of life in it, everything on earth will perish. But I will establish my covenant with you, and you will enter the ark, you and your sons and your wife and your sons' wives with you. You are to bring into the ark two of all living creatures, male and female, to keep them alive with you, two of every kind of bird and of every kind of animal and of every kind of creature that moves along the ground will come to you and be kept alive. You are to take every kind of food that is to be eaten and store it away as food for you and for them. Noah did everything just as God commanded him. Genesis chapter 7. And the Lord said to Noah, Go into the ark, you and your whole family, because I have found you righteous in this generation. Take with you seven pairs of every kind of clean animal, a male and its mate, one pair of every kind of unclean animal, a male and its mate, and also seven pairs of every kind of bird, male and female, to keep the various kinds alive throughout the earth. Seven days from now, I will send rain on the earth for 40 days and 40 nights, and I will wipe from the face of the earth every living creature that I have made. And Noah did all that the Lord commanded him. Noah was 600 years old when the floodwaters came on the earth. Noah and his sons and his wife and his sons' wives entered the ark to escape the waters of the flood, pairs of clean and unclean animals, of birds and of all kinds of creatures that move along the ground. Male and female came to Noah, entered the ark as God had commanded Noah, and after seven days the floodwaters came on the earth. 
And in the 600th year of Noah's life, on the 17th day, on the second month, on that day, all the springs of the great deep burst forth and the floodgates of the heavens were opened and rain fell on the earth for 40 days and 40 nights. And on that very day, Noah and his sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, together with his wife and the wives of his three sons, entered the ark. And they had with them every wild creature according to its kind, and all livestock according to their kinds, and every creature that moves along the ground according to its kind, and every bird according to its kind, everything with wings, pairs of all creatures that have the breath of life in them. They came to Noah and entered the ark, and the animals going in were male and female of every living thing, and God commanded Noah, and the Lord shut them in. For 40 days, the flood kept coming on the earth. The waters increased, lifted the ark high above the earth, and the waters rose and increased greatly on the earth. And the ark floated on the surface of the water, and they rose greatly on the earth, and all the high mountains under the entire heavens were covered. And the waters rose and covered the mountains to a depth of more than 15 cubits, and Every living thing that moved on the land perished. Birds, livestock, wild animals, all the creatures that swarm over the earth, all mankind. Everything on dry land that had the breath of life in its nostrils died. Every living thing on the face of the earth was wiped out. People and animals and creatures that moved along the ground, birds were wiped from the earth. Only Noah was left and those with him in the ark. And the waters flooded the earth for 150 days. Genesis chapter 8. But God remembered Noah and all the wild animals and the livestock that were with him in the ark. And he sent a wind over the earth, and the waters receded. Now the springs of the deep and the floodgates of heaven had been closed, and the rain had stopped falling from the sky. The water receded steadily from the earth, and at the end of 150 days the water had gone down. And on the seventeenth day of the seventh month the ark came to rest on the mountains of Ararat. The waters continued to recede until the 10th month, and on the first day of the 10th month, the tops of the mountains became visible. After 40 days, Noah opened a window he had made in the ark and sent out a raven, and it kept flying back and forth until the water had dried up from the earth. And then he sent out a dove to see if the water had receded from the surface of the ground. But the dove could find nowhere to perch because there was water over all the surface of the earth. And so it returned to Noah in the ark. He reached out his hand and took the dove and brought it back to himself in the ark. He waited seven more days and again sent out dove from the ark. And when the dove returned to him in the evening, there in its beak was a freshly plucked olive leaf. Then Noah knew that the water had receded from the earth. And he waited seven more days and sent the dove out again, but this time it did not return. By the first day of the first month of Noah's 601st year, the water had dried up from the earth, and Noah then removed the covering from the ark and saw that the surface of the ground was dry. And by the 26th day of the second month, the earth was completely dry. 
And God said to Noah, Come out of the ark, you, your wife, your sons, and their wives. Bring out every living creature that is with you, the birds, the animals, and all the creatures that move along the ground, so that they can multiply on the earth and be fruitful and increase in number on it. And so Noah came out together with his sons, his wife, his sons' wives, and all the animals and all the creatures that move along the ground and all the birds and everything that moves on the land came out of the ark one kind after another. And then Noah built an altar to the Lord. And taking some of the clean animals and clean birds, he sacrificed a burnt offering on it. The Lord smelled the pleasing aroma and said in his heart, never again. Never again will I curse the ground because of humans, even though every inclination of the human heart is evil from childhood. Never again will I destroy all living creatures as I have done. As long as the earth endures, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night will never cease. Genesis chapter 9. Then God blessed Noah and his sons saying to them, be fruitful, increase in number, fill the earth. The fear and dread you will fall on all the beasts of the earth and all the birds in the sky and on every creature that moves along the ground and all fish in the sea. They are given into your hands. Everything that lives and moves about will be food for you. And just as I gave you the green plants, now I give you everything. But you must not eat meat that has its lifeblood still in it. And for your lifeblood, I will surely demand an accounting. I will demand an accounting of every animal, and from each human being too, I will demand an accounting for the life of another human being. Whoever sheds human blood by humans shall their blood be shed. For in the image of God, God has made mankind. As for you, be fruitful, increase in number, multiply on the earth, increase upon it. And then God said to Noah and to his sons with him, I now establish my covenant with you and with your descendants after you, and with every living creature that was with you, the birds, the livestock, and all the wild animals, and all those that came out of the ark with you, every living thing on earth, I will establish my covenant with you. Never again will all life be destroyed by the waters of a flood. Never again will there be flood to destroy the earth. And God said, this is the sign of my covenant. I am making between me and you and every living creature with you. A covenant for all all generations to come. I have set my rainbow in the clouds and it will be a sign of the covenant between me and the earth. Whenever I bring the clouds over the earth, the rainbow appears in the clouds. I will remember my covenant between me and you and all living creatures of every kind. Never again will the waters become a flood to destroy all life. And whenever the rainbow appears in the clouds, I will see it and remember the everlasting covenant between God and all living creatures of every kind on the earth. And so God said to Noah, this is the sign of the covenant I have established between me and all life on earth. The sons of Noah who came out of the ark were Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Ham was the father of Canaan, and these were the three sons of Noah, and from them came the people who were scattered over the whole earth. Noah, a man of the soil, proceeded to plant a vineyard, and when he drank some of its wine, he became drunk and lay uncovered inside his tent. Ham, the father of Canaan, saw his father naked and told his two brothers outside. 
But Shem and Japheth took a garment and laid it across their shoulders. They walked in backward and covered their father's naked body. Their faces were turned the other way so that they would not see their father naked. And when Noah awoke from his wine and found out that his younger son had done to him, he said, Cursed be Canaan, the lowest of slaves. Will he be to his brothers? And he also said, Praise be to the Lord, the God of Shem. May Canaan be the slave of Shem. And may God extend Japheth's territory, and Japheth live in the tents of Shem, and may Canaan be the slave of Japheth. And after the flood, Noah lived 350 years. Noah lived a total of 950 years. And then he died. Genesis chapter 11. Now the whole world had one language and a common speech. And as people moved eastward, they found a plain in Shinar and settled there. They said to each other, come, let's make bricks and bake them thoroughly. And they used bricks instead of stone and tar for mortar. And then they said, come, let us build a city for ourselves with a tower that reaches to the heavens so that we may make a name for ourselves. Otherwise, we will be scattered over the face of the whole earth. But the Lord came down to see a city and the tower the people were building. And the Lord said, if as one people speaking the same language they have begun to do this, then nothing they plan to do will be impossible for them. Come, let us go down and confuse their language so they will not understand each other. So the Lord scattered them from there all over the earth and they stopped building the city. And that is why it is called Babel because there the Lord had confused the language of the whole world. And from there, the Lord scattered them over the face of the whole earth. And the prayer of the week, each week we will read a psalm, is Psalm 1. Blessed is the one who does not walk in the step of the wicked, or stand in the way that sinners take, or sit in the company of mockers but whose delight is in the law of the Lord and who meditates on his law day and night. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields fruit in its season and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever they do prospers. Not so with the wicked. They are like chaff and the wind blows away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment nor the sinners in the assembly of the righteous. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked leads to destruction. Thank you so much for joining us today on our quest. And we hope that week in and week out, you're getting to experience and explore and discover God's incredible desire and search for you. If you have any further questions or want more information, go to peachtreechurch.com quest. And we would love to hear from you and hope that you are experiencing the wonder and the majesty of God as you listen to his word. And if you stay with us on the whole journey, I know you'll have this bigger perspective of life, of reality, and of your role in it. We're so glad that you're joining us, and we wish you God's very best.